I am always amped to have conversations with people who are pushing to make a bigger impact. And my guest on the show today is doing just that with a heart of service and some expertise, y'all, around events. So I am talking with Ms. Shauna Bryan, who is the founder and CEO of Shauna Bryant Consulting. She specializes in project and event management, producing high-impact conferences that empower women and girls, prioritizing tasks, strategy brainstorming sessions, and strategizing, planning, and execution for busy professionals, entrepreneurs, and non-profits. Shauna is laying it all out on the line, everything from full-time entrepreneurship to helping us get started really towards making our first event as an entrepreneur. So let's get into the conversation with Shauna after the theme song. So the big question is this. How do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career, take control of our time and get paid for two things, doing what excites us and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible? That is the question and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears and welcome to Ambition, Honey and Hustle. Really, really thrilled to have on the show with me today, Ms. Shauna Bryant. Shauna, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you for having me, Candice. No, absolutely. You know, you all, listeners, over these next 20 to 25 minutes, we are going to go through um, an interesting journey of both getting to hear more from Shauna and just her story and just digging into some event stuff. So I'm excited to, to get in here. Now, Shauna, you have just this, from what I can tell, right? And Shauna, listeners, for you all, we kind of met through Instagram, as most of my guests I do. We met through Instagram. And one of the things that I can really tell is that you have this major heart for service. And I think it comes through in your actions, the conferences you hold, you know, your work with the youth and helping them and others along career and entrepreneurial journeys. Why are you doing this? What's your backstory? So my backstory is I was a 16-year-old teenage mom, and um, I have an amazing um, village and support system, and I can remember um, specifically when I told both of my parents that I was um, pregnant at that time. They were um, recently divorced, uh, but both of them were very supportive, aunts, cousins. I definitely feel like I, I had a village to help raise my son as a single mom. And um, over the last decade or so, I have um, done some tremendous work um, personally, my mental health, emotionally, um, to really become the woman I am now, which is I consider my best self. And um, I love everything about myself. Um, And I know that a lot of that is attributed to uh, the people in my life over the last decade um, in particular that have really sewed into me. And that has been um, mostly women and women of color who have really just, um, I I would say, been my cheerleaders and held me accountable and really just demonstrated what it is um, to be an amazing person. And the service definitely comes from um, particularly my dad, who was a coach year round, um, coach, um, within the community. 
he is, I would say he is a, a activist um, within his own right. I definitely watched him. Um, lots of kind of big brothers, you know, he did basketball and football and baseball and mm. really um, gave back to his community. And so I've watched him do that. And he's been an educator for over 30 years. Wow. And so I just really like service, you know, it's kind of your rent to humanity and um, I, it, it feels good. Um, it's important to be a productive part of society. And I think it's just necessary. Mm. Okay. So it's all coming together for me now. <laughs> just hear you tell your story. Like I can see that. I can see your passion. And I love um, that quote, that rent to humanity, right? That slogan that, that our services are rent to humanity. I can, I, I can resonate with that a lot. So now you have the fortune and opportunity of, you know, being of service other people along their journey full-time you are a full-time entrepreneur can you I am. tell <laughs> tell me about making that leap what was the turning point how did you get there so I I got there after uh I'd say a, a decade of being a volunteer um serial volunteer as I like to call it so did a lot of work with local nonprofits. um and even before that I was team mom for um my son's programming, Pop Warner football, his programs. And so the, the, the Pop Warner, the T-ball, um, intramural, I don't know why I'm losing this word, but yes. So um, was always kind of team mom and supporting that. And so what I realized now is that that was the setup for the um, event planning that I'm doing now. And so in 2016, I became official with like, you know, legal, legal documents and in 2018 August of 2018 my employer informed me that I was going to be laid off they gave us four months notice and I had a moment of about 48 hours where I was like god I've never been fired what's happening Mm. and realized that um that ask of wouldn't it be nice to be a you know my own boss was now happening Mm. so um four months I had to secure some contracts and once that happened, December 1st of 2018, um, I became a full-time entrepreneur. Wow. It's funny how, you know, you talk about, you know, God, I, I, I want to do this. I'd like to be my own boss. And then situations present themselves that you may not necessarily see like, oh, this is it. Like, this is the thing that you've been asking for <laughs> right. right here. But then wow, they lead to where you are today, which is awesome. So let's-, let's which I, I just want to add, this is why I'm a big proponent of um, say what you want, like mm. put it out there, manifest it, put it out there in the atmosphere because you don't know when, but typically most things happen right on time when, you, when you're ready for them. So with your expertise in event planning, Shauna, As an entrepreneur, you know, we see people throwing events all the time, businesses, you know, even new entrepreneurs. What's the guidance? What should we be thinking about when it comes to hosting an event? And when should we even think about using an event? So I like to uh, have the conversation with my clients around really knowing like why, right? And so a lot of times I may be doing, um, fundraisers or galas or launch parties, right? And so really thinking about this, there's this two ways of thinking about it. One is, you know, is this a fundraising effort or is this just a, um, 
engagement to create visibility. And, uh, you know, fundraising can include that. But um, are you making them aware of a new product or service? Um, you know, we can do a launch party. It can be around, you know, a new book or a new, you know, branding, a new look and feel. Um, mm-hmm. So even when we think about like party promoters, they have, you know, there's a specific reason, you know, to, to be doing those kinds of events. But it is important to really be thinking about the why you should not just be doing events because you want to do an event, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you want to bring folks together, you don't necessarily have to put that on the the premise of your business per se, right? Like you can just bring people together. Um, But I do think it's important to know, to have a why, to have a, a end goal, whether, you know, it's to increase your, your, you know, your newsletters, your subscribers, your followers. And so you're bringing these people in a space for whatever that thing you want to tell them about, share with them, provide um, information, you know, that demonstrates you are a, a influence or influencer mm-hmm. um, and kind of sharing what your thing is. So mm-hmm. it is important to do not do events for the sake of doing events, right? Like have mm-hmm. a purpose, have a reason, and provide some level of value when um, you are doing these events. Okay. So get super clear on your why and what's the value there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now that you 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 see, I see a lot of times events that have fantastic speakers, right? Like they look magnificent. Like they literally look like a, a little room of heaven. The, <laughs> when you <laughs> so so from from a budget perspective, though, if you're starting out and just getting your feet wet into the event space, do you have to have a, a massive budget or like I mean, what can you get away with to do something nice? So I think um, knowing your, um, for me, the events that I do, I just bring, you know, everyday women, right, that I believe are doing amazing things. And so something that um, dictates for me who I even ask to be part of what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. um, they have had to at some point, whether it's directly or indirectly, you know, through my network or I have had to have had an encounter with them that really made me feel good that I know that um, they are women that um, are not competing, that are genuinely about empowering and uplifting other women, right? Mm -hmm. And so it doesn't really matter, like, per se, the the content or what I'm asking you to speak on, Mm -hmm. you know, I... I typically will recognize that this is somebody that, um, you know, is about sisterhood, is about empowerment. Um, and then from there, a lot, most of my speakers um, do not come with a seat, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes these women, this is the first time they're speaking in public, and I just think they have a story of value that um, mm-hmm. needs to be shared. And so you don't necessarily have to have a budget. Yes, if you get to a place where, you know, you can provide a um, honorarium in the past, it's, you know, a, a $50 gift card or, mm-hmm. you know, but typically um, if somebody is, is an expert and if they're an entrepreneur who's building their own business mm-hmm. and trying to build their own network and following, um, they will be more than willing to um, do something pr- for free, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, you you bring the people 
and I'll I'll provide the message, and now it becomes a win win mm. for both of us, right? Like you you get access to um, whoever attended, and I'm you know I'm building this brand of of bringing the amazing speakers. Right. Um, there are times where you should be thinking about, you know, a gala, right? Like, who is your keynote? You want, you know, folks, a fundraiser, you want folks to really remember um, who that who that keynote was. You want folks mm-hmm. to be talking about it, um, hopefully, years to come until the next year so that they're looking forward to, I know this person always has an amazing content and part of your amazing content. Um, I know for me, I typically think about the people I want to speak at my events okay. and then I fit them into what the content and the flow of the day is going to be. Okay. Um, so I may have heard somebody speak and then I just make a mental note of like, at some point I'm going to be able to use this person. I don't know when, and I don't know for what. Um, and then somehow, some way it always ends up working itself out that, you know, that person would be perfect because they empowered me. Mm. Um, and if they can move me, I believe that they can likely move others in the masses. And so okay. not always, you know, don't overly concern yourself with the budget or feel like you have to pay someone top dollar um, okay. to, you know, have an amazing speaker. It can be like your best friend that has, you know, mm. really um, is grinding it out, is doing amazing things. And they have a story. Right. And, right. you know. Um, don't always have to be completely polished. If it is that kind of an event, fundraiser. Recently, we one of my clients had Rashad um, Robinson from The Color of Change, right? Like, we mm. know he's powerful. We know he's moving. We know that he was going to have the impact necessary. And we had to pay him. Um, mm-hmm. But it doesn't always have to be like that. Okay. And you know, when you talked about story, right? Your, your best friend with the story. That, that is interesting. So I've been in scenarios um with other organizations where, you know, we're trying to figure out, okay, who we're going to bring in to speak. And, you know, everybody's looking around the table, like, well, who do you know? Or (laughs) who would be a a big name draw? And sometimes the things that we underestimate is the people who have the stories. Like the story can be a powerful thing, no matter who they are, to kind of have a highlight and kind of draw people in. So that's very cool. Very cool. And And I will say that, yes, Big name draws are, I think once you get to a certain level, Mm -hmm. um, you have access to sponsors and you've learned how to do that. And so then Mm -hmm. you can, you know, some ABC listers, depending on, you know, who you are. So, yes, that matters, too. But you've got to be at a place where you can actually afford them before you start to, like, think about, like, you know, can I bring Angela Bassett? Right. Right. So, 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 so true. So kind of start where you are. (laughs) Okay. So tell me a little bit about this. Do you encounter people? um, I know, do you encounter it or have you seen it? Is it a thing? Are there some entrepreneurs whose business is built around just throwing events? Like they make money off of just throwing events. Is that a thing? Um, I think there's a thing. I think there is... um again, party promoters, right? Like the thing, we all want to have a good time. We all want to, you know, good DJ, good music, good ambiance, good locations. Um, 
if if that is is that if that is your service, if that is your business, um, yeah, you 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 throw amazing amazing parties. Um, I would say, you know, even thinking about if your business is event management, event event production, right? Like people hire you to help them put on amazing events. Mm-hmm. Um, I would caution towards feeling like um, I want to, you know, I want to put on an event. And again, that we talked about earlier, not having a why and a purpose for why you're doing these events. Because mm-hmm. um, at some point, you know, whether you want this to be the perception or not, at some point somebody's like, dang, they're always doing events. <laughs> and, um, and that may or may not be what you wanted to, you know, like you're, you're, you may want to be somebody that people look at you like you're doing these meaningful events for a reason, mm-hmm. but because you're churning them out on a regular basis, um, you may just turn into the party promoter, right? Whether mm-hmm. you see it as a party or not, you may see it as a, a networking, you know, I do great networking events all the time mm-hmm. um if they don't have a specific topic if they don't have a a, a specific like reason a why again a why you're doing it um i don't encourage folks to just be the person that is always throwing events mm-hmm. so be very specific about your why or understand the the positioning that you're putting yourself in if that's what you choose right. to do right because then it becomes hard to like if that's not what you were trying to do you know, the perception is already out there. And so now mm-hmm. you're kind of like, no, 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 no. That's <laughs> not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Um, you know, this is professional development. And well, then, you know, like do it around topics of transferable skills and yeah. salary negotiation. And like, if this is professional development and not just like networking and fun and food. Right, right. Got you. So if we're hosting an event for the first time, what are the top three things that we should keep in mind? Um, I, I would say um, thinking about location, right? Um, mm-hmm. It is important, you know, like if, if it's a eat, um, is it tea accessible? Or like can folks just hop on the, the train or whatever um, and in Boston anyway, you know, where, where uh, um, transit city. And so mm-hmm. how, how folks are going to get there, where it is location-wise, is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and when thinking about that, if, that location, like, you know, great ambiance, memorable. Um, and mm-hmm. then uh, thinking about cost, right? Like it costs to um, feed people. You know, you, you maybe you have a bar limit. Um, mm-hmm. And then thinking about, like, I, like, location and like the day the time of the week like be conscious of like it may be other things going on in that space um Mm -hmm. and so making sure that yes even thinking about boston you know there is not like a general calendar of like oh my goodness the 12 you know events going on at the same time but i do Mm -hmm. think that you can be um somewhat aware of um kind of where you're doing it um, mm-hmm. on beyond location, it's important to understand y- your budget, um, and then understand who the target is, right? Like who, who is this, who is this for again? Right. Mm-hmm. Which kind of goes back to your why. Okay. 
So understand the location or ambiance, the cost, and who's the target What's and what's the why behind it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Now, you, um, who understands your why very well, I'm sure, you've, you've got a couple events of your own um, that are coming up here, really tied back to your, you know, helping people along their journeys from a career and entrepreneurial standpoint. You want to talk a little bit about what you've got going on and really if people want to hear more from you, um, learn more from you, how they can do all that? Sure. So, um, I have a couple of brands. One is um, Let Me Lead, which is a girls' conference for Midland High School girls, and that is uh, happening on September 28th and 29th, and um, that is just a two-day conference, focuses um, mental health and the movement, and we will have two days of panel discussions, workshops, keynote speakers, um, focusing on how we can teach our girls uh, what mental wellness is. And so, um, really excited about that. That's kind of under the umbrella of uh, both of the events, um, or brands are under the umbrella of women and girls empowerment. And the second one is my brand Hustle Times 2, which is the idea that you can have the best of both worlds. So you can have a career and you can have a side hustle. You can be career driven and entrepreneurship focused. And so, uh, my next upcoming event is the end of the year, uh, fourth quarter, uh, career and Entrepreneurship Conference, second annual Hustle Times 2 Career and Entrepreneurship Conference, which is November 2nd. Really excited about that. That's a full day of um, workshops and keynote speakers talking about social um, capital, mm-hmm. transferable skills, um, salary negotiations, collaborative leadership. Have about 14 women lined up to do that. And so really excited about both of these brands um, and closing out the year with some really um, impactful um, events that not only um, inspire and empower, but also leave um, our women and girls with some very practical next step resources to um, really walk into who they are and be their best selves. And so folks can learn more about both of those events on my website, which is shaunabryant.net, so S-H-A-N-A. B-R-Y-A-N-T dot net. And then you can follow me um, on my social media handles, Instagram and Facebook at Shauna Bryant Consulting. Um, So, yeah, that's where you can learn more information about some of the events that I am um, churning out as we close out this new year, this year. Awesome. Well, let me tell you, since we have since we have been talking and started this interview, um, I've been first off very inspired um, just from your story at the be- very beginning and even making the leap into entrepreneurship and your heavy heart for service um, and, and even the learning that has happened from an event perspective. That's something that I see in my future, not too distant future, but I hope that oh, everybody... Fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I hope that, you know, everybody that's listening to Shauna has really taken into heart. Um, I heard you repeat over and over about the importance of why and understanding your why. Um, and, and I think that's important not only for events, but just in, in business in general, right? As entrepreneurs, why are we doing what we're doing? Um, so I just want to say a big thank you again, Shauna, for being on the show today. Absolutely. Candace, thank you for um, engaging on um, Instagram and um, giving me the opportunity to kind of share what I do. And um, I will close out with saying that, yes, if you um, know your why, it will guide you to those through those 
2 a.m. Um, grinding it out. Um, and I think for me, my my biggest why is I'm always giving back to my 16-year-old self, um, which is never going to change. And so it's not going to be hard to ever figure out, like, why am I doing this again? Because mm-hmm. um, it's necessary. It, it, it really does feed my soul. I love it. Well, listeners, I hope you take every little inch bit crumb of what you have heard today and take it and put it into action for yourself. So have a great day. Have a great evening whenever you're listening. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. Listen, the hustle can be tiring. All this ambition, all this moving, fast paced, getting it done. So what do you do? You surround yourself with the energy and the motivation to keep going. And you know where you find that energy and motivation? Right here on this podcast. So if you haven't already, Listen, follow, share, subscribe. I'm on here every day bringing you that energy and with my special guest, bringing you the motivation that you need to keep pushing further and further into your bigger impact. If we haven't got connected already, let's get connected on Instagram. You can follow me at Candace Spears. I look forward to catching up with you very soon.